You're listening to the Emotional Abuse Recovery Podcast, episode number 23. The holidays are supposed to be a time of joy and celebration, love and laughter. It's a time many of us recognize as giving and receiving and being grateful for what we have. The holidays can be an absolutely wonderful and magical time, but for some people, it can be one of the worst times of the year. There are a lot of emotions that can come up during this season that we don't normally experience the rest of the year. Things like loneliness, feelings of inadequacy, and even guilt when it comes to finances and gifting. For some people, even just thinking about the holidays can send them into feelings of anxiety and stress and or depression and sadness. And the unfortunate thing about this is that our holidays were never meant to be that way for anyone. So, If you or someone you know is struggling emotionally because of the holidays being right around the corner, listen in to today's episode and share this with someone who needs it because I'll be giving you some practical tips and ideas on how you can not only cope with the holidays, but actually start to enjoy them again. Welcome to the Emotional Abuse Recovery Podcast a podcast specifically designed to help you heal after a toxic or narcissistic relationship. This podcast teaches you to use your subconscious mind to go from feeling stuck to set free. In here, you will learn how to use the power of your own mind to free yourself from emotional pain, move forward with confidence, and experience the inner peace you deserve in your healing journey after emotional abuse. I'm your host, and subconscious reprogramming coach, Allison Dagny. So let's get started. So I want to share something with you right off the bat because I'm someone who knows what it feels like to really, really hate the holidays. And I would put a smile on my face and play the part for my kids and for everyone else around me, but I really just wanted to skip right over it most of the time. Luckily, I don't have that same feeling anymore, and I truly do enjoy the holidays. It wasn't always like this for me, but I think part of my dislike for the holidays was because when I was with the abuser, um, I had to do everything all by myself when it came to the holidays, and maybe you can relate to this, but I was the one that wrapped all of the presents, and I was the one that did all of the fun things for the kids, and I had bought presents for... Um, the family and the extended family and my abuser's co-workers and white elephant gifts and I was the one who set up the tree and all the decorations and all the outdoor Christmas lights so naturally I'm sure you can see why this became extremely overwhelming and over time gave me a lot of anxiety and stress. I wasn't doing all of these things because I truly wanted to at least not at the beginning except for maybe the things I did for my kids because, I mean, I really did like doing some of those fun things. But I did them because if I didn't, I was going to be criticized, and um, that was a lot to handle for me in an abusive relationship. Regardless, the continuous effort I put into the holidays never really changed how I felt about them. So the more that I did didn't actually change how I felt. I It had always felt like a chore, instead of something I could really enjoy. This could be the same for you, or you could be like some people who get really lonely around the holidays because the memories start to come up about the past, or you could be someone who starts to feel really guilty around the holidays because maybe you're not in the financial position that you'd like to be in order to give gifts to other people how you really want to give. And like I said before, the holidays are supposed to be a time of joy and happiness, but if our minds are being clouded with feelings of guilt or inadequacy, 
loneliness or anxiety and stress, there's really no room for joy and happiness to be experienced. So you might be saying, yes, this is me. I've experienced this too. So how do I change it? How do I start to experience the joy and the happiness of the season again? And if you've been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, you know I'm not going to give you advice and suggestions that are going to simply help you cope. I'm not going to suggest that you go out and sing Christmas carols or bake cookies to get you into the spirit. I will say that those kinds of little things can be actions you can take to help you and to change your mood, absolutely. But the real reason that you're feeling the emotions of stress, anxiety, loneliness, guilt, inadequacy are because of the beliefs that you're holding in your subconscious mind. So if you're struggling with this, I'm going to invite you now to go get out a piece of paper and a pen so you can take some notes and put some of this stuff into the practice of helping yourself through the holidays. So let's talk about what the holiday blues actually might look like for some people. You could be out doing some Christmas shopping and see a family together and immediately start ruminating about the past. Feelings of loneliness start to come up and you get really sad and don't even want to be there anymore. You could be struggling with feelings of low self-worth or inadequacy if your ex is spending a lot of money on your kids and you just can't afford it on your personal budget. Maybe you're invited to a Christmas party and you feel sad because you're going to be the only one there without a partner. You could feel like I used to be, completely stressed, completely overwhelmed by other people's expectations of you and constantly trying to do everything to make everyone else happy. There are so many different things that could trigger emotional responses inside of us around the holidays, but I want you to know the reason you feel any negative emotion is because of what is happening in your subconscious mind. But this is really good news because that means when we access our subconscious mind, we can change how we feel and then we end up showing up completely differently and feeling completely differently. Okay, so I want to explain something about the mind-body connection as a sort of foundation for what I'm going to talk about next. Your brain stores your memories, right? We all know that our brain is an amazing part of our human makeup. And the things that are stored in there can give us physical and emotional reactions. So let's think about this for a moment. Think about the last time that you cut into a bright, shiny, juicy lemon. Chances are the minute you thought about putting that lemon into your mouth, your salivary glands were already starting to act up. It's not the act of cutting the lemon that causes it. It's what you're thinking about that actually causes it. And here's another example. We as humans, we can become sexually aroused just by thinking about something sexual. And it's the same with your emotions. Chances are, if you hear a really tragic story on the news that had nothing to do with you personally, you might still become emotional about it because of the thoughts that start going through your own mind. You might be thinking of your own family members or your own children as it relates to whatever that tragedy or whatever it was you saw on the news. It's the emotional connection that you've created with your thoughts that causes the emotion in the first place. So much of what is happening in our physical bodies is a result of what's happening in our brain first. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because if we can create these kinds of reactions just by thought alone, then we can also change those emotional reactions as well. All right, so let's talk about loneliness first. If something triggers you around the holidays that starts to bring up feelings of loneliness, the first thing you have to do is be aware of what's happening. If not, 
what happens is you end up spiraling out of control into this deep, dark sadness that seems like you can't get out of it. And all you want is for the holidays to be over with. A lot of people misunderstand loneliness, though. Loneliness comes from the meaning you give to being alone or the meaning you give to not having a partner or the meaning you give to not being surrounded by family or friends at the holidays. So how do you uncover what that meaning is? Well, first and foremost, when you're working within the subconscious mind, you have to get really relaxed. When we get really relaxed like this, it allows our brainwaves to enter a different state of frequency. And in that brainwave state, we can access a lot more clarity. Remember, your subconscious mind runs 95% of the show, but most people don't know how to easily access the subconscious like we do in our conscious brain, which only runs 5% of the show. So getting really relaxed is going to help you reach the thoughts in your subconscious a lot easier. So here's how I do it. I sit in my bed, I prop up a bunch of pillows behind me, I turn on my rain machine, which if you don't have one of those, you can just use um, nature sounds on your phone or meditation music or something like that. I put my blankets on me and I set my notebook on my lap with my pen and I close my eyes and I do some deep breathing exercises until I'm really relaxed. And then I start to think about what is it that I'm trying to uncover in my subconscious. So if I was doing this work on loneliness, I would do the same thing, just like I set up, and start to think about what is making me feel so lonely. And I would let those thoughts come into my mind and the very first one that I think I'm going to put on paper. Close my eyes again, relax, and keep thinking and keep repeating this and putting more and more thoughts on paper. After several minutes, I would probably have a whole page full of things that I was thinking about that was causing me to feel lonely. Some of the thoughts might be something like, for example, it's not fair that I have to be alone. I'll be missing out on so much. People should invite me. Holidays should be spent with family. I should get to see them on Christmas, right? And of course, there's probably going to be a lot more subconscious beliefs than this. But something that's important to remember is that your mind believes whatever you tell it. So if you keep repeating these things over and over in your subconscious mind, well, those thoughts are what will keep you in the state of loneliness. Because here's the thing. If you didn't believe those things, how would you feel? If you couldn't believe those thoughts that you're thinking, it would completely change how you feel. And here's something else. And I've said this before, but a subconscious belief is only something that is not 100% true 100% of the time for 100% of people. So even though many times it feels like it's true and it seems like it's a fact, the missing piece is that we neglect to look at other possibilities. It's in looking for other possibilities that we release the negative emotions. So let's look at one of the examples that I said before and that is uh, I should get to see them on Christmas. Let's do that one. If this thought is going on repeat in your mind over and over again, but the reality is you don't get to see them on Christmas, it not only would create feelings of loneliness, but quite possibly feelings of anger or frustration or sadness. Okay, so I use this particular example because I know people have different opinions about it. For instance, my mother grew up in a two-parent household with three older siblings. She had grandparents on both sides. Nobody was divorced. She had grown up celebrating all the holidays on that particular day. It was important to her, and she believed that this is how it should be. Now remember, everybody has their own programming, so basically what I'm explaining here is my mother's programming to you. And this just part of her programming. I'm not judging it and I'm not judging her. I'm just explaining that this is how programming works. 
I was also programmed and so were you, but in a different way than my mom. Now, we're going to switch over to my life growing up. I had divorced parents. I had multiple families that I had to go visit. And because of this, many times the holidays had to be celebrated on random days of the week and sometimes even weeks before or after the holiday. When I was married to my ex, it got even more complicated with additional family members and people to see. Now, if I was someone who believed that I should get to see my family on Christmas, when my reality is that I don't get to see them on Christmas, I'm going to suffer emotionally. If I'm someone who believes I should see my friends on Christmas and I don't, I'm going to suffer emotionally and feel sad or feel lonely. If I don't think those thoughts and I don't believe them in my subconscious mind, then I wouldn't experience it in the same way. So now you might be asking, well, how do I stop thinking the thoughts that I've been thinking on repeat for my whole life? Things that I've been programmed to believe since I was born. And here's what I'm going to tell you to do. Look at that piece of paper that you wrote down all of the meaning to. Start with one of the things that you wrote down, just one, and really try to see a different possibility. All you're doing here is challenging yourself to look at it in a different light. And if you feel resistance to even coming up with a different meaning, I can tell you right now, that's completely normal. Think of these automatic thoughts and meanings that you give to things like the deep groove on a record player that has just gone around and around and around and never gotten off that groove. Just repeat, 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 same tune. Of course, it's going to be harder for that needle to jump out of that groove. And that's really what we're trying to do to retrain your mind. Okay, so in fairness to my mom, and I'm sure she wouldn't mind me sharing this story with you, she actually altered her programming. She no longer holds on to the belief that the holidays need to be on that day. So how did she switch it? She reprogrammed the thoughts that were going on in her mind, and she looked for alternative meaning. She changed her thinking to holidays should be spent with loved ones whenever you can. And she changed her outlook because she considered other things like divorced families means I have to adjust. And just because I think it should be on that day doesn't mean everyone else does. Changing your thinking and questioning the meaning is what helped my mom stay happy and avoid feeling lonely when her family isn't around on that exact holiday. And you can do this too. All right, so the next thing I want to address is the financial aspect that at times can create feelings of inadequacy or low self-worth. Things are expensive right now, and the holidays can be even more expensive. And if you're someone who doesn't have a lot of cash lying around, well, holidays can bring up some hard emotions to face. If you feel like you're always playing keeping up with the Jones, with your ex, when it comes to the kids' presents, then you might experience this. Or maybe you feel guilty because you want to do more, but you just can't do as much as you'd like to. What happens next is we end up beating ourselves up. So much of us can recognize when we're beating ourselves up too, because we do this negative self-talk. And you might hear yourself say things either out loud or in your mind. Things like, you're such a failure, you should have planned better, they're going to be so disappointed, this will be the worst Christmas ever. That's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. You wouldn't say these things to a friend or to a loved one or to your child. So be mindful of when you say it to yourself and start to switch that thinking around. Here's what you can do. Think of the exact opposite of this will be the worst Christmas ever, which is this will not be the worst Christmas ever. And if you feel slight resistance to that, again, it's normal. When we predict the future as in stating this will be the worst Christmas ever, 
go a little deeper and ask yourself, what's the consequence of having the worst Christmas ever? If you say things like, my kids will hate me, I'll let everyone down, they'll love their dad more than me, whatever it is, just write it down. Then you guessed it, you can start to question those thoughts too. If you could walk away with one thing from this podcast today, I would have it be that you take this phrase with you and really use it. What else is possible? It's so important to get your mind thinking of new and different ways of thinking so that you can start to actually change how you feel. So go back to that. What else is possible? When you start to feel an emotion come up and then you identify what those beliefs are, question it and ask what else is possible. You know how if you always do the same physical workout every day and you get really strong in that area, let's say running, for example, you use the same muscles and you get really good at running. But let's say that you start to incorporate yoga into your routine. You're going to get sore in areas you haven't felt before. You're going to fall and be off balance. You're going to realize just how inflexible you are and you're probably going to struggle a little. It's the same when you're retraining your brain. You practiced often and then you get stronger and stronger and stronger in your mind. And eventually it becomes automatic, just like running or yoga or anything else you do often enough with practice and you become really good at it. So the last part I want to mention here is the stress and anxiety. And as I said earlier, holidays can be super stressful for many of us and in many different ways. This is probably one of the more common feelings people say that they have about holidays. But things like travel, disrupted routines, uh, extra pressure, extra spending, all of this contributes to stress and anxiety that we might feel during the holidays. And stress and anxiety is one of the easiest emotions, emotions to recognize in our bodies because it oftentimes results in a physical manner. We might have that like flutter in our chest or get headaches, tension headaches, um, maybe feel really tired or run down. But typically, we know when we're feeling stress and anxiety. So the good news is you don't have to really work hard to identify the emotion. You just have to start thinking about what's creating the emotion. And I'm going to say this with so much, so much compassion. If you are experiencing stress and anxiety, what's creating the emotion is not the travel. It's not the disrupted routines. It's not the extra spending or having to visit your in-laws. What's creating the emotion are the thoughts that come before it. So are you predicting the future again? Sending your mind down a spiral of thoughts that you think is going to happen? Most of the time, stress and anxiety, which are rooted in fear, come from made-up scenarios in our minds. Remember, our subconscious mind doesn't know the difference in reality and imagination. So if you replay a made-up fight in your mind at the in-laws house your brain thinks it's real and that means you're going to continue to feel stress and anxiety because you're putting yourself in fight or flight mode even though that was never your intention are you creating if then scenarios in your mind thinking things like if i don't get this shopping done then i'm a bad mom thoughts like this remove the possibility that two things can be true at the same time. Because isn't it also true that being a good or bad mom isn't actually dependent on if you get the Christmas shopping done on time. It just means you didn't get the Christmas shopping done on time. 
Isn't it true that you could probably think of lots of other ways that you are a good mom, regardless of if the shopping gets done or not? Sometimes people set up scenarios like this for themselves because it keeps them accountable. No mom wants to feel like a bad mom. So if you put that extra pressure on yourself, maybe you're feeling a bit more motivated to get the shopping done so that you can avoid feeling like a bad mom. But here's the thing. You don't need that negative motivation to get it done. Maybe you just need some planning and some organization or a shopping help or Amazon. When we're dealing with stress and anxiety, you'll hear all kinds of tips to reduce stress and they all help. Meditate, breathe, eat well, sleep well, exercise. I'm telling you, I know they work because I've done them, but guess what? They work even better when you reprogram the automatic thoughts and no longer have them running the show. You get so much better of an outcome from these other modalities when you've retrained your brain to think in ways that no longer allow you to become stressed in the first place. Okay, so just a recap. As far as loneliness, check in with what you're making being alone mean around the holidays. And for feelings of inadequacy or low self-worth, be open to other possibilities and what you are believing about yourself. And lastly, when we are dealing with anxiety and stress, Make sure you aren't catastrophizing or setting up future doomsday scenarios for yourself. If you are, start to question it. Remember, your mind just wants to keep you safe. It doesn't know if the images you've showed it in your mind are real or imagined. So try to make those images not so scary. And if you'd like to work with me on a deeper level to get to the source of your emotions and learn to reprogram them for greater peace, send me a message over on Instagram or Facebook, or you can email me at allison at whentearsleavescars.com. Thank you for being here with me today in the Emotional Abuse Recovery Podcast. I hope you found value here with me. If this podcast episode was helpful to you, I'd love for you to hit subscribe and leave me a review. My goal is to help you go from feeling stuck to set free. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook, and you can check out whentearsleavescars.com for more resources and information to help you with your own emotional abuse recovery. Until next time, here's to believing in